Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, man? What's going on, sir? Uh, you tell me, because your butt man been goddamn traveling like a wild man lately. Oh, that's normal. <laughs> that's normal for me. That's how, I, that's how I get it done. Oh, my <laughs> goodness, man. You have been, god dang. It's just another day. I'm like, you, you trying you trying to uh, uh, get the moniker the hardest fucking and working man in porn. Oh, I've been at that. <laughs> I've accepted that. I wear that crown proudly. Oh my goodness, man! We go, we go get to that in a second. But I know you're a wrestling fan, man. You know we had to talk about it. You know we had to talk about it because I didn't get to talk about it, bro. What the fuck, man? What is going on? Did, do you feel knowing what you know of wrestling? Because I can tell you a guy that's a real big wrestling fan like me. WWE gonna be selling, gonna, gonna be selling the next couple of years. I think oh, they setting that shit up for that. It's obvious. Yeah, because At I don't think that. Because I don't think he want to leave it to his to his kids, which is crazy. I'm like, I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's not crazy. All I know is that um, we had this expectation that he was gonna do what his dad did for him, which is just leave him the company. Yeah. Right? Whether you die and you leave it to him, or you you know you're getting too old for this and you want to take a seat. Give it to somebody like Triple H who's proved that he can handle this shit. Yeah. But no, nah. yeah, I guess he just want to sell it to Disney or Fox or NBC or somebody. Yeah, because see, to me, because I would tell somebody this, and it's funny how all these these experts mm-hmm. are sitting and saying he's not selling. He's not, dude. This is classic business move to prepare for a sale. Because what people don't realize, one of the things he argued, he he complained about when he took over WCW was all those big contracts that he took on when he bought WCW. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, think about it. He had Nash. He had still had Hogan under contract at the time. Think about Sting, even though Sting opt out. You feel what yep. I'm saying? So he's looking at it as, okay, if I sell this, is this going to lessen the money that I'll make from the sale with all these contracts on? Yeah. And that's why he's doing a lot of it. And then, too, he's just, like, also the thought process that <laughs> I need bigger and younger. No, you need better wrestlers. True. You know, but see, this goes to me that I think he hates professional wrestling. Oh, he you know, always I, has. I mean, he, he, it was, he, he, want, he wanted to be his vision. He, yeah. wants to take, he wants to take the craft and let it be his, you know, redefinition of it. That's why it doesn't allow certain terms that relate to wrestling to be said on mm-hmm. TV. 
Mm-hmm. You're, you're you're a superstar. Don't you dare call yourself a professional well, wrestler. That's why when somebody leaves the company, the first thing they do is call themselves it's a professional wrestler. Yeah, because see, here's what people don't understand. He went to college at ECU at Greenville, so he was disposed to Southern wrestling. Because I'm pretty sure he went to some of the shows down there. Yep. Then you also got to think he was there when his dad left the NWA. And the arguments that they was having when he came to Buddy Rogers, the NWA World Title, and all that stuff. And then let's not forget about Black Saint, Black Saturday, mm-hmm. where he took over Georgia Championship Wrestling, and the Southern people weren't having that shit. They were like, "Who the fuck is Bob Backlund? Why do we care? Where's Rick? <laughs> <laughs> Where's Dusty? <laughs> we we like Andre, but no, no, we need the Andersons out of this one." Right. The boogie woogie man. <laughs> oh, so it just kind it was kind of like his degradation was from the NWA. Mm-hmm. And then when he thought he got the NWA, he still had to deal with WCW. So and, and also I think he seen the right in the walls with AEW. The AEW going to eventually surpass them in some way, oh, shape, form. It's inevitable. <laughs> yeah, because I'm sorry, I I'm I'm a huge wrestling fan. I'm a mark, I watch it all from New Japan. To NWA to WWE, and then and then see all these guys leaving, like um, damn, who the hell I just saw? Uh, Bronson, you know Bronson, he ended up in Impact. And New yeah, Spain. I saw, that, that, I saw was, that recently. Which I'm not surprised because he fits the New Japan mold. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like that. So, but I'm curious to see where Swerve Strickland going. He, oh. No longer we, his name ain't no goddamn Scott Shane Strickland Swerve. Okay, let's go back. <laughs> I'm curious to where he's going to go because um, at one point he was the MLW World Champion before he mm-hmm. got with WWE, and he's probably which is crazy that they were willing to push Top Dollar, who is not that great of a wrestler, over him. That blew my fucking mind. That didn't blow my mind at all. That's it's just stereotypical Vince where it's like, I don't yeah. care about your talent. Who's the big guy in the group? He's big. Yeah. He has charisma. We're going to rock with him and y'all two are going to be the tag team and the girl will just be the girl. <laughs> Never mind. The girl is gone. Never mind. You're yeah. all gone. Cause Tom you know Dollar keeps right? off backstage. <laughs> <laughs> Which is crazy. How do you fire all three of them just because Top Dollar was pissing people off backstage? No, I think this would happen if you want to be honest. Yeah. Is that I don't think Top Dollar was pissing people off. Top Dollar was trying to protect the image of the group. And Vince don't like that shit, especially if you haven't gotten cachet with him. Like, Roman could talk shit to him. He looked at Top Dollar like, you big-ass nigga, you can't say shit to me. Nigga, you ain't even help. Fuck out my face. You know? And then, two, the reason why B-Fab got fired, B-Fab hasn't came up to speed as a wrestler. And if people know Vince, two things he hates more then vanilla midgets. He hate managers and valets. Because sure. everyone kept wondering why Scarlett Bordeaux go up with Van Cross. Because she was a yeah. valet. He didn't want a valet. You know, period. So and yeah, to me, that would have been, yeah. And to me, it made he made a big mistake. Cause Hit Row was about to get them some serious ratings. Yep. You know, period. Because people were spilling them. You know, and then think about it. You could have had this. You had the BET market, the urban market. You could have them motherfuckers on the BET Hip Hop Awards. 
Magic, you know, I forgot he's white. Never mind. He don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> you know, I don't want to have nothing to do with that niggerism. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want that niggerism. So look, it's reality. Yeah, but I think. Oh, and then to see Jay leave on AEW, lost my noodle, yo. Yeah, see, that's it. And and then I heard the Briscoes was backstage. Oh, I heard about that the next day. I, yeah, I'm not surprised. I, I just, yeah. I'm just curious to see how they all going fit because everybody can't be a main eventer and then some prominent yeah. storyline. You know, just not how this works. But mm-hmm. I, I'm just curious to see how they're going to mesh with everybody else. Jay Lethal, Jay Lethal specifically. I think the Briscoes would be fine yeah, to get into the tag team division. Yeah, because we look, I see them at the top. They'll be champ by the by mid next year. I see that coming. Mm, uh, okay. The reason I that is that one that good of a tag team, and plus he knows that they're going to draw ratings because the fans love them. You know, right. period. Um, in my opinion, Jay Jay Briscoe should have had more title runs as the Ring of Honor champion than he had. Because to me, he was the great champion. He only had one, right? Two. Oh, he had two. They, okay. Yeah, he can remember he beat. Who was it? Kevin Owens to win it the first go around, and then he came back. And I forgot he beat. Uh, what's your damn name? Mike Elgin to win it the second time. That when he oh, lost okay. to uh, Jay Lethal. But uh, beat them because one they're gonna put him against FTR. They're not gonna have them lose too much. They can't, you know. And I'm seeing that AEW is heading towards being a little bit more serious and less comedy now. Especially with Daniel Bryan being there and CM Punk being there, because you know they ain't gonna go for so much comedy shit. Yeah, yeah. And then I also like Daniel Bryan. Daniel, excuse me, da- Brian Danielson. There we go. <laughs> People don't realize it's right? the ring of honor. Daniel, excuse me, Brian Daniels. With See, the, the the ring honor. with yeah. big stage experience, he's he is. Prime right now. I'm oh Indy Brian Danielson, but with WrestleMania experience. So yes, yeah, because, because because you watched him back in Ring of Honor. That was his character. He was a he was a smuggish ass. Whether he was a good guy or a bad guy, he always bragged about his wrestling. Same thing. Just like I like the fact that they're making him win matches with different moves. Oh yeah, he's just a cocky bastard now. It's funny that everybody just assumes he was a face. He never talked. He never did anything. I was like, he ain't identified himself yet. We'll see how this no. goes. And then he no. identified himself as a heel immediately, and a great one. Oh, yes. Like, it was beautiful. <laughs> it was funny. They were cheering. As soon as he said, WrestleMania, here come the booze. Oh, they lost their mind. They were like, oh, no. That's a cuss word here. Don't do that. You know what he was okay. doing, up. I love what he said. I'm disappointed it wasn't Kenny Omega. I said, oh, yeah, he's healed. As soon as he said that, I was like, oh, oh, let me turn the volume up. Let me turn everything else down because this, ooh, this is going to be must-see. This is going to be the moment of the week that's going to make me want to tune in next week. And boy, was I wrong. Because oh, man. the moment of the week was the voice of the voiceless not saying shit. Shit! He walked in looked at him jamming. Look at him like, nigga, nigga, <laughs> just left. Nigga, please. I don't know why I came. 
You ain't even worse than words, motherfucker. I'm out. Maxwell. Okay. And you know oh. something? That was hot. Oh. Even, even Jim Cornette had to give props. Even Jim Cornette had to give props. He said, that's the perfect way of doing it. We call that reading the room. It's like, listen, oh. you already know that this is going to be feud of the year because both of you yeah. are the goats on the mic. And yeah. you can go in the fucking ring. And you just have this, like, you're just like the best at what you do in this generation. Punk knows that. Yeah. So that's why he's like, oh, y'all freaking sitting, waiting on your toes to see what I'm going to say. I'm going to troll y'all real quick. <laughs> I'm not but you know what the money match is. It's going to still be the moment of the week. Hmm? You know what the money match is, right? For Punk, right? If you're a wrestling fan, you know what the money match is. And we waiting on it. Because I got, I have he did say he wants to fuck. Okay, what's your two? Uh, for Punk, I have two yeah. currently. Um, Brian Danielson and Colt Cabana. Ooh, I'll beat you. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. If it don't happen this year, it will happen the next Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Kenta versus CM Punk. Oh, we talking about the Forbidden Door shit. Yeah, Battle of the GTS, yeah. yeah. I thought because you were talking you know, about the company, but yeah, the Forbidden Door-wise, yeah. Because I'm very surprised that they haven't went there yet, and I'm waiting for the match with CM Punk wins. He got his back turned, and Kenta come from out of nowhere and catch him with that GTS and said, "I see you in Wrestle Kingdom, bro. I'm buying that pay per view." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was beautiful. So, whatever do you watch? I mean, of course, WWE, AEW. You know, um, whatever wrestler do you watch? I mean, to, oh. okay. So those two are the two that I watch consistently just because they're easier mm-hmm. to access on my YouTube TV yeah. and stuff. Um, yeah. I catch Wrestle Kingdoms. I catch yeah. those. I don't miss Wrestle Kingdoms. I don't keep up with everything else, but I mm-hmm. don't miss Wrestle Kingdoms. Um, outside of that, I don't really watch much of it. I don't watch Impact. Um, I don't okay. watch Ring of Honor. I didn't watch Ring of Honor. Um, and mm-hmm. um, what's the other one? MLW? I don't watch that. Yeah. I, um, I, 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 it's all right. It's it's what I like about MLW Jango Fatu. Cause oh, yeah. I'm sorry, that whole goddamn family's beast. Beast, goddamn. Ooh, <laughs> I, I, Ooh, speaking of them. Speaking of them, um, I don't know if you count NXT as um WWE or you know yeah, that part of that Uso. regular but... I saw a little Uso. I saw baby. Yeah, little Uso. Uso is there now. You look like Man, just miniature Rikishi with blonde hair. <laughs> Man, and he's Beast, yes, it's, it's, it's like which makes me wonder about Nia Jackson, babe. Oh man, Nia Jackson, what happened to you? What happened? You had Fatu Alpha, who is training everybody, and for what you can see, they trained them well. Because I'm like saying this now, but she's right, the main Nia, one. Nia is fucking people up, like, I love Nia to death. With her big sexy ass, but yeah, she, I, is she sick, was bro. she was fucking people up. I liked her last run when she started twerking in the ring. I was like, there she, and she started wearing that natural hair. I was like, there she go, there she yeah. go. And when she started boxing with Charlotte, I was like, there she go, yeah, there yeah. she go. I ain't think much it's, of that because I know they like friends backstage. So I mean, it happens. Yeah, it ain't like it ain't like Charlotte and Becky where they're like, oh, they, they don't fuck with each other. But <laughs> yeah, Charlotte and Nia Jax fuck with each other. So I was like, oh, they'll get over it. But 
I, I wasn't too surprised that they actually let her go. I was like, she was fucking people up a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because, because, see, but back to my man, Jacob, I think he's the best one out of the bunch. If you ep- go watch him, this dude is give me Omaga with the flying capability of Teddy Hart. There's Omaga. That yeah. there you go with Jacob Five Two, and he's and he's a beast. I mean, it's kind of like you know, like one of my dream matches is seeing him against Roman because I think that would be because Roman because. The, when I watched him, it was like the way that this motherfucker can do that moonsault uh-huh. for his size, bruh. I'm telling you, watch him. Yeah, it's gonna be lit. That's yeah, be lit. the other thing I watch is I, I go overseas and I watch uh, Progress and I watch ICW. I'm an ICW fanatic. I fell in love with him. I fell in love with the wrestling over there, mostly because the accent. All you got to do, if you got Peacock, you can watch on mm-hmm. Peacock. Oh, okay. Trust me, it's worth watching. Because let's see who came from there. Mustache Mountain came from there. Um, okay. Your boy, uh, who else? Um, all three of, what's the name of them? Callis, who I love Callis, I love their theme music. Uh, okay. They came from there. Yeah. Um, okay. No, that's the answer UK. More so for you, do oh, drop with the woman. I do love yeah. it. I fuck with that music. I fuck with that music. Yes, bro. Like, oh, oh no. Yeah. It's a British thing. Yeah. NXT UK is, to me, better than NXT. Mm. To me. Mm. As far as storyline and, and the match. Because think about it. Everybody. Yeah, storyline. They ain't shit. There ain't no storyline going on in NXT, right? Yeah. That's why. The better wrestlers, but I will only give them that advantage because they can be as stiff as they want. So yeah. I, that's why they can get away with a lot more shit and they than stiff. you can get away on the main roster. Dewdrop can't do half of the shit that she did in NXT UK because I was oh, no. you, you can't kill Bianca like you would kill um the hell is her name? Jenny. You can kill Jenny as much as you want. We ain't doing that to Bianca. <laughs> Cause I can hear that Sean talking about some stuff. No, Bianca I'm not rapping. Jenny not expensive. Bianca expensive. I, you better not fucking hit her like that. Oh my! <laughs> Bianca, Bianca look at her like she got problems. Like, bitch, did you have to punch me like that? My jaw ain't. It been two my weeks. I can't. My friends are so mad that she's like in this secondary storyline. I'm like, bruh, she can't be in the main event forever. She will be back. Damn. Yeah. Let her do something else and elevate somebody else for one. Yeah, because to be honest with you, many women that can do that right now outside no. of the four horsewomen, it's rare for them to have that another woman with that kind of star power that can have a secondary feud. Realistically, yeah. yeah. Because if you want to be honest, outside of them five, who's hot? They are no one, but they're doing their best currently mm-hmm. to like. Um, Build up Liv and Tony Storm, and I'm I, I'm here for that because both of them are yeah. great. Both of them have the following and stuff like that, and they have potential. Mm-hmm. Are they going to beat Charlotte and Becky? No, no. but <laughs> I, oh, no. one thing I will I can't speak for Charlotte because Charlotte is very egotistical. I can't speak for Becky because a lot of people forgot about this because she's been gone for so long. Becky will make you care about the person that is across the ring from her. 
Yeah. She will do her best. She is that locker room leader that they need that mm-hmm. will not just walk through you. Yeah, she'll beat you. I mean, that's not really her call. Vince wants her to keep the title. But she will make you look great. She will make you feel important. She single-handedly, single-handedly revived Oscar's career a couple of years ago. And made Man, she single-handedly, she single-handedly revived the women's division. Yep. If you want to go there. Because if you want to be honest, Charlotte is okay. Yeah, she's the, they just, she's the shit. Okay, hands down. Like I said, I'm still waiting for the test. I'm waiting for that. But <laughs> it was Becky that made people excited about the women divisions versus that of Charlotte because we got drowned out yeah. by Charlotte. Yep. You know, because think about it. Charlotte was I, – I don't think Charlotte ever went a whole year without the title, a yeah. title, you know, period. Because even – they put her over – you know, near you know, say Ripley, Rhea Ripley, which kind of blew my fucking mind. I saw that coming. I mean, they took her NXT title. I wasn't surprised they were going to take the other title from her. I think Charlotte was going to be in NXT. I just thought she just came down there to help boost the ratings for a moment. Yeah, I didn't think she was actually going to win the belt. That was stupid. That was a terrible fucking decision. <laughs> Oh my God! But see, but then again, it's kind of like that Shawn Michaels scenario. Charlie, that, Charlie ain't got that much pull backstage. Not, not that people think she has. She no, no, it, it ain't the pull. It's so like spotlighter, but she don't got the pull to be like, oh, I want to go over this person. You see yeah. what happened? Oh no, 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 yeah, she damn sure would throw hands. She was like, you know something? I would beat your ass, bitch, but I got a match. Talk to you later. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you watch Survivor Series? Yes, I did. That oh, was that was their best. That's that the was match. That's the match I missed, and I heard it was stiff. I heard it was stiff. Mm, would you miss that? Oh, that match was super stiff. They beat the fuck out of each other. That was their best match. That match was the realest feeling. That I know it's I know it's not real. But it's the realest feeling match I've seen. It's almost like it, it's they took out their frustration. What happened? They, I, I said they, they took out their frustration on each other. <laughs> yeah, it's it's that's what I was gonna say. It's the social equivalent of when 2011 Vince was tore up the script and told CM Punk to just go out there and do what you want, and he cut that pipe yeah. off. Pipe off. That's what they did wrestling wise. They just went out there. They was cussing each other out. They did not care about the censors. And it was just stiff beating the shit out of each other. I was like, yo, I'm here for this. Nothing top that. I'm 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 baffled that they and, and, and I heard everybody from Ralph Talk, they said that was the match of the night. Mm-hmm. It's the only match Same. that mattered. Everything else was like move. Was like had see, some kind of blemish to it. How can I put this? There's no gravitas to it no more. Oh no, it's you stupid. Know, there's there's I don't give a fuck. First of all, all of the teams are people that were just on the other brand a week ago. So it's like, why am I fighting for SmackDown? I've been there for a week. I ain't, I ain't yeah. got no kind of opportunity. And if I win this Battle Royal or what's the other thing, the traditional Survivor Series match, they'll not come from it. I don't get no title mm. shots. I don't get no crown. I ain't number one contender. Seth is already the number one contender. So who cares? Yeah. Bianca not number one contender all of a sudden because she – one that you know she was the sole survivor. It means nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the team concept back in the day was based off of two top main eventers who was feuding, and they built their team. 
You know what I'm saying? And it was kind of like when they did the brand split and all that shit, it, it lost its gravitas. And even to me, they should do it to where, okay, the winning team, the next night, they get to face each other to get a shot at the belt. Or the person gets the pin will get a shot at the belt. You know, exactly. because some like kind of re- some kind of reward to mm-hmm. motivate you to give a fuck. I was feeling I was Kevin Owens that night where I was just like, you know what, I'm just gonna leave. <laughs> I was just gonna out. He just walked out of the match. I was like, I feel you, bro. This is stupid. <laughs> I'm getting paid with you. Say I'm a scum, I'm a piece of shit. But there you go. <laughs> I love like, I'm sorry. I I I I can't deal with Kevin Owens. As a face, I need him as a heel. I need him as an asshole. Oh, that's what he currently is. Yeah, that, that's why I'm like, heel. yeah. And to me, they should have never turned him because it's certain cats that you don't need to ever turn them face. You know, period. Even though he kind of didn't change when he became a face, he still was who he was. Mm-hmm. But it's just with Kevin Owens, like the group that he had in Ring of Honor, he's scum. Yeah, he's a scumbag. He's a natural scumbag. I mean, I feel that, but I, I will say when he first turned face, I'm not counting him coming back from that hiatus when he took a step mm-hmm. back for Kofi. I, I don't count that. He turned heel almost immediately when the mm-hmm. spotlight was on him. I'm talking about when he was fucking up Shane McMahon. I was okay with that face. Yeah. Because he was still a scumbag, but he was like, listen, I'm not about to just be fucking you up to fuck you up. I'm fucking you up for the people in the back because they're too scared to fuck you up. He's on the Stone Cold shit perfectly. And, you know, he's yeah. a stunner too, so it worked. But then he started yeah. turning into that corny baby face where I just got to do what's mm-hmm. right. And I'm like, that ain't you. Nah, that's not <laughs> no, my Kevin Owens. That's not my Kevin Steen. This is bullshit. Oh, yes. Now, I'm going to ask you this. Do you think they made... Do you think he should? they should have kept him with... The package power drive versus the stunner. To me, I think the package power driver was his baby. You get what I'm saying? Other than the the pop up, the pop up power ball, because to me, it, it was just the way he did it. It was like nasty. It, it looked nasty. It looked good. You feel what I'm saying? I'm never a fan of them giving somebody else somebody else's move. It's, it just it just feels weird. I'm like, it was cool. For yeah. a minute, him doing the stunner the same way it was cool for a minute when Seth was pedigree and motherfuckers. But eventually, it's like, it's not his. Come on, bro. Like, I get it. Y'all can't let go of the past. But I love the pop-up powerbomb and what yeah. it does and how he makes it. He makes a regular-ass move feel special. Why hey, comes out of the signature? Why are people kicking out of that all of a sudden? I don't like that. No, I'm going to tell you, the first time I ever saw a pop-up anything, right? Mm-hmm. And this is on the Indies. This is down here where I'm from. It was called, uh, what the fuck they call it? CWF Mid-Atlantic. And it was this guy named, uh, God, I can't think of his name. But what I was, it was a match he had. It was for the, the J-Crown title. I cannot think of this dude's name. It's a white dude. Mm-hmm. And he was going against this and Lance Lou. Lance Lou supposed to be like the shit down here. Great cruising weight, crazy. He kind of looked like a skinny version of uh, Matt Cross. Okay. Drop drop Matt Cross 100 pounds. Okay, about a good 230. Give me about 150, Matt Cross. All right? The match start, dude runs. He catches him, throws him in the air, 
and catches him with a a a right hand across the jaw. Match over. Damn. That shit was nasty, bro. Nasty. <laughs> so when I saw Kevin Owen do the power bomb, I said, "That's better, actually." <laughs> I said, "Damn, where the fuck they come from?" But see, that's what I said. Just like they took away uh, the 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 buckle brain buster from um, Sami Zayn. That was a finish maneuver, and I'm still trying to figure how the hell he did that without hurting nobody. Right. It, it, like some oh, of the man, high, I, they just you know they've been in the game for so long. They just you know there's no way they can fail certain moves. Mm. But it's just the look sometimes for like you know WWE is like the look where it's like okay I know they nail this all the time same way that they you know a couple years ago they did Seth Rollins' stump like yeah he's never yeah. fucked it up he's never injured anyone with it but it's the mm-hmm. look we kind of have this whole thing yeah. about concussions right now and this yeah. one like yeah so it's, it's tough. Yeah, because I never really liked the buckle bomb. Now the buckle against the side that, shit that of, almost ended Stink's career. Nah, I was here for it. No, because like, because like Jim Cornette said, you ain't seen what you're doing. And then if he don't throw you right and throw you with the right timing, you you gonna hit all the back of your neck because he's supposed to be you hit at least your shoulder blade area, so that it takes most of the brunt of that shot. You know, pretty, yes, I'm that much of a wrestling geek, people. I wanted to be a wrestler. But anyway, <laughs> I didn't go to wrestling school, but trust me, it crossed my mind until I saw the big show. And then I was like, nah, I'm good. Because <laughs> they would have told me, you got to match get the big show. I quit. <laughs> uh, I, I made a joke about his ass, and, 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 and I saw I even take the last guy. I'm good. <laughs> no, I'm, oh. not, I'm not interested. Yeah, but it's just it's it just to me it's kind of like people don't realize like when when, when we came because I don't know your age and um to a certain extent, mm-hmm. but people don't realize we have more access to wrestling than we ever did when we were younger. Like the closest we could have it was really a magazine. Like yeah. I could never see New Japan, you know, unless it was WCW and Muda, you mm-hmm. know, um, you know. Or, like I used to sit there and like when they used to come on Galavision, it was back in the day. And I used to sit there and go to my sister's house on purpose just to watch Triple <laughs> A. <laughs> yeah, it should be funny. It just but like I said, I I love it to death because the accents and some of the characters, like one of my favorite villains is Statue Right. And this is funny about me. <clears throat> He's a huge fan of Mark and Thatcher. That was his character supposed to be, right? Mm-hmm. And it's called the Thatcher Cabinet. So he comes out and it's like some piano type music. He's walking like he's holding her book, <laughs> like it's a Bible. And it's like okay. and, and and it's tight. It's a tight age with him and his boys behind. He gets in the ring and he grabs him and he said, "Hey, and Thatcher, that this." Disciple of the Baroness Margaret the Satchel. <laughs> and, and what made it funny is all the time the faces grab the book, it'll be so fresh, they go to like they're gonna, you know, rip it apart. He be about to cry. <laughs> like a Bible. Where he can go as a wrestler. And actually all all them cats, which is interesting because I'm telling you, check it out. Check out progress, check out ICW. And definitely it's funny. 
WXW, which is Wild Side, which I heard about them years ago through mm-hmm. El Generico and in Germany. And um, your boy, Alex Wolf, who was with Imperium, he's over there now. Actually, he supposed to be up to try to win their belt, their top belt. But I like okay. their title called the Shotgun Belt. Now, what's interesting about it is you're the champ, but you don't know who you defend the title against the day of. Actually, the moment you hit the ring. That's what oh, I like shit. about that shit. So it was show a lottery. And then it just somebody's name come up, then that means you got to wrestle against them. And I mean, they be having, they, I like the wrestle because they is stiff as shit. Because <laughs> they stiff as shit. Like, uh, because I'm very surprised that Vince ain't brought Tyler Bate over. That nigga, that, that young motherfucker bad, yo. True. He's bad That's as surprising. shit. Man. He's boy, like, you, John, wasting, you wasting his youth. He remind me of John Cena. I mean, the, his strength, he, he, the way that he, he he works or what have you, you know. Pretty, but the guy I like over NXT UK though is uh, Norm Dar though. Oh yeah, I like him too. <laughs> and uh, a, lot, a lot of personality and a great wrestler. Oh yes, oh yes, and all the young as shit. They young as shit. Got the fuck out of um. I'm glad he got the fuck out of um. Two or five live before he ended up getting released like the rest of them. Yeah, but I don't think they're gonna fuck in the UK because the England market too too important to them. Yeah, they watching it. They watching it over there. Yeah, they watching it heavy and stuff. Mm-hmm. But shoot, but like I said, I'm waiting to see Walter come back. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Give me Walter versus Reigns. No, 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 no. Walter versus Reigns. We ain't talking about no bullshit. No, give me Walter versus Reigns. I want to see Reigns. I want to see him like a star on the main roster, though. Vince might because yeah, he, he had because, one moment, and they they had him in Survivor Series, and he got eliminated by Drew McIntyre. Quick, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But see, that because he was NXT UK, and I think what it is, if Vince see, because Vince like. If he was willing to push top dollar, ain't no fucking way you're gonna see him tell me he he wouldn't push Walter. He just Walter don't want to live over here. Oh, Trust man. me, they wanted him. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not moving. No, I'll come to England. You know, I might come over here. You know, for one event. No, I'm not. No, I'm good. I'm good because he know he he know on the European market. Mm-hmm. He good. You know, period. And then he would if he never made WWE, he would have made New Japan. And can you imagine him and Minoru Suzuki? Yeah, that would be dope. Oh, my. Crazy asshole, man. <laughs> I love Minoru Suzuki. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's, too. <laughs> he's just, he's just, he's just sick. <laughs> Very fun to watch. I will say that. Yeah, it, it was like just, it's like to me, my favorite match with him was him and, um, Tommy Ishii, Ishii, Ishii. Mm-hmm. That is one of the stiffest matches I ever fucking seen in my damn life. And you know the pit bull, he as it comes. You talking mm-hmm. about Noah Zuki? And what people rap? Noah Zuki is actually an MMA fighter. Like he held the New Japan belt when they actually was really wrestling. Like they were having mixed martial arts matches. He was champ. <laughs> so I tell you how tough this old motherfucker is. Right. Oh my goodness, man. But yeah, yeah, I'm gonna talk more wrestling with you, man. Cause I don't get to talk wrestling with people, man. Let's start, cause 
I love that about as much as I love Japanese. I, I actually, yeah, I love my wrestling. I'm sorry. I grew up on it. Plus, they, I'm right there during the arena. Used to go see it all the time. So, I didn't start seeing like shows until I was grown. Mm. I saw, um, I started going to like um, SmackDown and Raw's when they come around. I went to Extreme Rules yeah. only because it was in my city. Mm. See, see, I, see, I, I'm territory days, baby. So mm. I'm seeing Wahoo McDaniels and, and Blackjack Mulligan. And I used to watch WWE. It came on back then, it's called M, M- Master Square Garden Network. Mm-hmm. That when Bob Backlund was champ, and I actually oh, okay. saw when Jimmy Snooker came off the cage on Don Morocco. I actually saw that shit. Oh shit! <laughs> I saw it. I didn't see it last on TV, which is funny as fuck because he beat Don Morocco ass so bad he threw Don Morocco out the cage door by accident, <laughs> and he got mad and brought it back in the cage, beat him some more, then jumped off the top rope. That's how it is. How it had to be, yeah. People don't really. I grew up with world championship wrestling, world championship wrestling, mid Atlantic wrestling, mid South championship wrestling for Florida, mm-hmm. um, world class championship wrestling. Cause I used to watch Von Erichs all the time, okay. And um, and AEW, which was funny, even though it was boring stuff. I enjoyed watching. I actually liked Nick Bockwinkle. He was, he, <laughs> I was used to have It was like. Because I always wonder, I was like, would Nick Bockwinkle fit in the horseman? Because he had the look, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and, and and the talk game, I mean, he wasn't Rick, though. <laughs> this made that clip. <laughs> I'm sorry. The kids missed Rick in his heyday. Is all I'm going to yeah. say. Y'all meet Kelly Blanchard, Magnum T.A. Mm. Yeah, the, the Midnight Express. I even go there and the Rock World Express when they were there. Mm. Oh, but no, yeah. I, but got, now, I got Rick when he was in Evolution. That's when I knew him. <laughs> oh, yeah. And see, and see what, it's, what interesting was, I liked Evolution. I, was, I actually really liked, I actually liked Batista. And I actually did like Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Um... Or what have you. But it's just crazy how Randy has. It's like it's crazy as fuck that you know you live long enough that you can sit here and say, I remember watching your daddy. Because mm-hmm. I remember Bob Orton. He always had that goddamn, that goddamn broken wrist. <laughs> he always had a cast. Oh. He always had a cast. I don't think he ever took that cast off. What the hell? So he was just injured all the time or was part of the gimmick? No, it was part of the gimmick. Put it this way. Come on, if, if okay, let me see here. Yeah, because you didn't see, because I know you watched it back, Piper and Rick, you know, and and um, Hulk Hogan, when they would be, mm-hmm. you know, you know, he was with Roddy Piper. He would have got to use the wedding, because you could tell Randy, Randy Orton looked like his daddy. Yeah, you does. know, he looked just like his damn daddy. I, and, and now, um, it's, it's just crazy, just like seeing, I actually seen Rick Flair's son wrestle. I saw a match he did. Mm-hmm. Trust me on this, Reed Flair was that deal. God bless the dead. He was that deal. He was a beast. Mm-hmm. But, but look, I'm sorry to bore you people with the wrestling. I'm sorry. I, I had to get that out. Man. Let's get to the good shit while we're here, man. 
What's going on? So, I got to say I'm jealous, man. Why? I'm jealous. You got to go toe-to-toe with Marie Daly. Please tell me about it. Oh, I clapped her cheeks for the culture. Um, <laughs> it was like, um, okay, so I came across her on Twitter. And mm-hmm. um, really beautiful, nice body. Um, loved her content, um, loved the vibe. And when I DM'd her, she told me that she um, already loved my work and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, oh that's going to be mm-hmm. fun. So um, I'm like, yo, um, let's link up in um, Vegas because that's where she is. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, so I did my few days in Houston, a few days in LA. I get to Vegas. Um, and we ended up shooting on, um, I believe it was Friday? Yeah, Friday. We shot this past Friday. I met her. You know, she was a little coy at first. Um, she came with Julie Ginger. Um, and it was supposed to be a, a threesome thing. But she also wanted okay. a one-on-one. So I was like, okay, we'll do both. And um, we, we ended up <laughs> with like, this concept. Like, like, oh, wait, two, two scenes? Two, 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 okay, I got you. Let's go. I'm like, all right, bet. And she was like, oh, so are we going to do this? Concept? I was like, listen, this is exactly how this is going to go. And you're going to love this. I'm like, what's up? I'm like, all right, so me and you are going to shoot our one-on-one first. We came up with this storyline where... Um, mm-hmm. They were, um, me and my friend came over um, to kind of like hang out with Julie Ginger. And um, I was trying to like, you know, kick it with her. She was trying to kick it with my friend. So she came up with this scheme that she was going to steal my phone charger, have me looking for it, claim it to be lost. And she was like, oh, you can just borrow my phone charger in the back. She had Marie Mm -hmm. in the back waiting, who was her friend, who was supposed to keep me distracted by any means necessary. Wink, wink. While she's um out like trying to like fuck on my homie, so I get in the room, I see Marie looking sexy in this orange um lingerie. I get the charger, and she's just like, "Listen, what 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 what's the rush? Why do you want to go out there? Why do you hang out? Look at me, hang out here with me." And I'm like, "I'm looking at you, okay." And she's just like, you know, <laughs> she started giving me hand, and I was like, "All right, scene going. Scene was crazy. It was passionate, but it was still intense." Um, mm-hmm. but then I'm like, this is what we're going to do. And we did all of this on camera. We never stopped rolling. I'm like, okay, so I'm a pop. And then I want you to wipe it, clean yourself off. We'll get the pop shot. We'll focus on where it is, which is always the titties for me. Most, mostly. Um, mm-hmm. and she was like, all right, then what? I was like, wipe it off. I'm going to try to leave. And you're going to repeat again, where you're going to like start giving me head again. Yeah. And she was like, okay. So she did that. We shooting, we, I pop, she wipe herself off. They still rolling. And I try to leave. And she was like, no, no, no. What's the rush? You've been here long enough. And she started going down on me again. And then yeah. I have Julie come into the room while she's giving me head on the bed. And she was like, supposed to do this thing where she's like talking about how my friend wasn't giving her no play. And She's horny. What's up? So she just kind of like ended up joining in, and a three it transitioned to a threesome almost immediately. So I see what you did, and mm-hmm. that's the thing I was talking about. Cause it was funny um, the conversation that I had with a uh, uh, a lady Kelly Richards. Mm-hmm. Um, the story you gave us a story. See, see, and that would make that scene hot. 
because it, it wasn't that y'all were just fucking. It was it was why she was fucking you. And then when the threesome, you know what I'm saying, it's kind of like that cherry on top type of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, period. Because something y'all can put together, y'all can do it separate or put the whole thing together to like it's an actual movie type situation. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Now that's that's the vibe. That's like it, it's. I shoot from a mini vids perspective. I don't shoot from an OnlyFans perspective. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm not trying to like, yeah, I can shoot multiple parts, but it needs to be connected because when I post this, it's going to be one day ass movie. Me, yeah. anyways. I can't speak for the other talent and stuff like that. So I want the story to be good. I want you to be, you're already going to be invested in the scene because of, you know, the talent involved um, and the performances her body, you know, the fucking and all that good stuff. But when you can add an intriguing, relatable, realistic storyline to go with it, it just makes it so much better. You're 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 on the edge of your seat. And if you end up wanting to do one of those type situations where I want to collab with her again, you've already mm-hmm. created this character that you can create another chapter for to get people invested and hyped for that collab again. I want people to see that scene with me and Marie and be like, I can't wait for them to shoot again. I can't wait for yeah. them to get back together. What's the story? What's the next chapter going to be? Because that was hot. Yeah, because see, the beauty of it is he's working with somebody that can give you what you need as a talent. Mm-hmm. Whether, it's a, a, whether it's a role play scene, intensity on camera, what have you. Uh, because even with me, when I was filming, that was the main thing. I always did storylines. I, I never, mm-hmm. I, we did, we did, like I told a female, like I told chicks, I said, we're not going to do a lot of just straight fuck scenes because everybody do those. I want people to remember the setup to the scene just as much as the scene. Actually, it's going to make them remember the scene more because they like the setup, you know, mm-hmm. period. Because even when I think back, like, I went back and looked at like an old 1980s video, right? <laughs> this mm-hmm. is funny as shit. The actual fuck scene was seven minutes. But because mm-hmm. the setup, you didn't give a fuck that it was seven minutes. And it was an anal scene. It was off of this uh, movie called The Anal Oriental Express. Which is funny, Kelly Richardson. Kelly Richards was actually the Indian girl in it. And like I said, it was, they didn't do a lot. Because the storytelling was so good, you didn't care. It was like you was watching an actual movie that you would see, you know, that Hollywood. And then they get to the love making. The only difference between their love, their love making scene and our love making scene back then was you actually saw the dick being sucked. You actually saw the pop shot. You obviously saw the fucking. But they did. But they did the exact same minutes that you would for an actual. You know what I'm saying? Of right. course, over the years it became more about the fucking. Where now we got to go 20, 30 minutes. To, mm-hmm. to, to please everybody but at the same token just because of that that doesn't mean you can't put a story with it. in actuality like i said before it makes the scene even better it makes it it it, it brings you in because if you tell that story at the beginning it's going to draw you in and make you want to watch the fuck scene anyway you might not even skip through it oh me personally i'm not skipping i'm, I'm not skipping the the dialogue in the beginning Personally, yeah. I don't like to watch porn that just kind of gets straight to it. I guess it yeah. depends on the model. If it's more of like an Instagram model type thing, then yeah, I'm just going to yeah. watch her fuck the cameraman. That's just kind of the vibe. But if it's like, well, you know, a legitimate like porn star, 
yeah, I, I want to see some dialogue. I want to see a storyline where it turns into like, you know, the fucking in out of nowhere. And I'm like, oh shit, when will it happen? I'm watching it like, when is it going to go down? Mm-hmm. Shit is getting tense. And then they do the full play and then they get into it. And it's like, yeah, I'm more, I like that more so than just kind of like, you know, like, oh, well, turn it on to fucking immediately. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's my whole entire reaction. I'm just like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, he just, she's sucking the dick. Okay. Yeah. Off the rip. Okay. Nice. And that's when Why? you that when you Why skip through. Yeah, it's like it's like one time I saw Marley, and I love Mama huge fan, and mm-hmm. she was dressed as a nun. It was a game bang. Well, no setup. It was just her in the nun outfit getting fucked. It was no setup. It was just the guys around her and they just started fucking. I would have loved to see her play that nun shit up, but she had them dudes standing side by side with their hands to their side. Like, Put your pants down. Punish all you pieces of shits. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it, yeah. Like, like one of my favorite scenes I've seen recently was uh, Kalista Luna. I I hope y'all two work together. I, I, I would hope. Please look her up. Please look her up. No, I would love to see a scene info. with you two. I don't, I don't, I don't, the name don't stop I, 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 I said it because, because I, I can imagine the wild shit y'all do. Because she did a scene where uh it was like an exorcism scene and the priest was trying to exorcise by you know fucking whatever it was bondage the whole night this that and third but it was just that it showed you saw the setup with them talking and this that the third and he has the bible he literally spanking the ass with the bible it was funny as fuck okay mm-hmm. i said y'all just y'all gonna make the christian christians come after y'all <laughs> no, this bitch didn't. Did this dude just <laughs> spank her with the holy book? Religious. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> burn in hell. Burn in hell. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. But like I said, but but scenes like that. That's why I said that's gonna make us stay. It, it's like it's funny as fuck. No matter whatever genre comes out, it always gonna come back to the porn star because that is going to drown out shit to the point that scenes like what you're doing and 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 blush erotica and all them they're going to yeah. stand out because they're giving people a story they're giving people something they can invest in emotionally and i think that was missing a point is you can't invest in it emotionally like you used to yeah it just, you just gotta like hop right into it soulless and whatever whatever to each their own but for me personally, I'm just like, I, I just, I don't know. I just, I want to add something different. I want to have yeah. a little bit more longevity in this yeah. game, you know, than just, I also want to, you know, be able to have an identity, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, I don't want to just yeah. be a soulless male performer who's just like, who's just dick. You know, what mm-hmm. else are you bringing to the table? You can just get that anywhere. What sets you apart from everybody else? I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm not just, you know, dick with a nice camera and lighting. Nah, I come with substance. You're, you're not only are you going to have some valuable bomb-ass content that you're going to love, it's also going to be an experience that you're going to love. It's something that you yeah. can, a lot of people can't watch their own content back. I want you to be able to watch your content back. Yes. See, and that was the thing I used to do because I used to sit down and watch my stuff mm-hmm. just one time and I take my mind I 
train my mind to be the viewer, not the producer, not the person that's in it. And I always say the test for my scenes, if that scene gets me hard, I know it's a good scene. Yep. You know, period. So, and from some of the scenes I've seen, I'm pretty sure you stay with harder when you watch yours. So, <laughs> listen, <laughs> I, I try not to say shit because I don't want to come off like a narcissist or anything like that, but yeah. I, I only watch my own board. <laughs> Dead ass. I've shot so much with so many people that mainly mm-hmm. to get off, I only watch my own shit. Yeah. Yeah. We're speaking about watching your own shit. Yeah, I saw you uh, had the pleasure of uh, bumping with uh, Erica Love and Thick Lizzie. I, I saw that shit. I said, oh, my goodness. I know you enjoyed yourself on that one. You want to <laughs> talk about a story? Listen. <laughs> so we came up with this concept where, um, <clears throat> excuse me, um, I was fucking on Lizzie for the most part. It was mm-hmm. our first date, and Erica played her horny cougar neighbor. Mm-hmm. She, she would come over, she would borrow things, she would chatter to death and like never return the stuff that she borrowed. And just sit there and just talk nice. about herself. So she ended up coming through talking about this young dick that was coming through and ended up borrowing Lizzie's coffee maker and just leaving with him. She was like, oh, I got mm-hmm. this dude coming over and Lizzie's trying to get her out of the house because I'm coming through. We, mm-hmm. um, I ended up like, you know, showing up right after Erica left. I'm freaking on um Lizzie. Lizzie go to the bathroom to change clothes. And um, Erica Love ended up coming back to tell, um, because I guess her date was taken forever. She's wearing this dress. She saw me. She know I'm younger. She confirmed my age. And she just started giving me head next to the bathroom that Lizzie's in, quietly trying to not get caught. The way it's shot is beautiful. Like, it's focused. it's, It's like literally her in the bathroom right by the door looking around while I'm sitting there like Snake and Metal Gear Solid trying not to get caught while she's eating my dick right next to me. Yeah. <laughs> Long story short, I ended up shooting, um, it follows up with um, a one-on-one with Erica Love. Thick mm-hmm. Lizzie immediately came into the room. We shot a one-on-one. And then um, I left Erica Love go back into the room because she was watching me and Lizzie fucking from you know the shadows. They end mm-hmm. up shooting some girl girl stuff, and then I joined in and it turned into a threesome. It was this is like over an hour long. This mm-hmm. scene, fully edited. That is that that is serious. That is serious. Mm-hmm. And see that <clears throat> and see what's interesting is that what I like about it, like I said, the, the way that you shoot is that like I said, you shoot with a purpose. You mm-hmm. you know what you're walking into, you have the vision of what you want, and you make sure to hit that vision as close as you can. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, and even to the point that the ladies that you pick is kind of like you tell them made the scene for each of them versus it's just generic. So that oh, what people don't realize. That's the most important thing. And I always tell them that right before. I was like, I prefer to build a character around who you are and you play yourself versus you play somebody who's not you and they end up feeling weird because you ain't yourself. Unless yeah. it's like my cosplay thing that I did, but even that, I wanted them to play themselves. They just weren't named themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I was the same way because that's why I did improv. They was like, "Well, how?" I'm like, "No, do it as if just do it as you would normally do it. It's just you ain't you. You might be my boss. You might be my girl's best friend. You might be my next door neighbor. You know, period. 
you, you know, and to me, I think when you do role play, when you add them skits in there, what females don't realize, it sells you even more as a sex symbol than just doing a straight fuck scene. Yeah. I agree. I don't know. I love it. I think I only have yeah. one more um, tour, which really isn't a tour. It's just DC Exotica. And then I'm mm. chilling for the rest of the year because I'm yes, Christmas time. on content. I'm pretty sure you have because every time I look up, you got some new titties in your face. So <laughs> <laughs> you got some new titties in your face. I'm like, shit, dude. I'm like, but it, it, but it, like I told somebody, when you have the opportunity to build up your content like that, is a point to it. Because even from a person, from my perspective, being retired, having so much content, I could always reintroduce it, and I still got content that I haven't even dropped yet. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, now something else I want you to speak to mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, hopefully, well, actually, I'm going to bring you back for us to speak to that because oh, I actually got to take hour. care of <laughs> Yeah, we'll be going for an hour. That guy's what I got to take care of. So, look, tell everybody where they can find you, bro. Oh, man, listen. Um, Instagram fucked me. So, I got a new one. Um, it's mm-hmm. Finney's Playhouse. Exactly how it sounds, Finney, F-I-N-N-Y-S, Playhouse. Um, Boobie University on Twitter, still going strong. BoobieUniversity.com takes you to my VIP OnlyFans. Boobie U Free takes you to the free for my cheap skates. Um, Mini Vids is the Boobie University. That's where I'm mainly posting and stuff, so make sure you check that out. Um, Also, for my cheap skates, you can find Boobie University on Pornhub. I just posted a clip on there today. I still get paid for it, so go be cheap. Go do your thing. Go, you know, check it out. All that stuff. Other words, Mainly, go buy shit. Go buy shit. Twitch coming soon. I'm working on Twitch. Oh yeah, I'm 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 thinking about trying to do that shit. But I'm just waiting to get my webcam situation because I'm I'm on webcam. Sip and play got me hip to the Elgato thing, so I can like stream. That bitch was expensive, so I can stream accordingly and stuff like that. I'm using my camera that I shoot my phone with to shoot the go to shoot the um, you know. Twitch stuff. I mean, it's still good quality yeah. and stuff. So, I mean, yeah, yeah I'm trying to get, you know, I, I'm trying to, like, tap into that, you know, Instagram safe market as well, because that's a lot of money. I'm yeah. Doing. Yeah. It's called expansion, people, because you got to expand your brand. So, with that being said, life is a learning experience with the point of experience. You didn't learn anything. Smoke this over. Thank you for coming by. I can't wait to bring you back, bro. Until next time. Thanks for having me. No. Black Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at Shop gwdistrict.com that's shop gwdistrict.com the gw district a retail marketplace of black owned products and media that's right that's right